All right, so here we go. You investigated a murder, the victim burst into tentacles, someone blamed the landlord, but you stopped to arrest one of the world's richest people and just lost your jobs. That's about as much as we can say without implicating ourselves for all the crimes we've committed so far, Paul. I mean, really, Lowry, can we say that we're criminals if the whole system is rigged? At this point, we're just good Samaritans. Well, at least we're not the most evil people in the world for once, Mason. Well, that's a hard value to measure. I know we're not usually a force for good, but in some of our games, we found people who are working for actual demons. Elvis, I'd estimate those people were equally evil to us. If anything, they're only guilty of being more organized than us, which is always their downfall because our logic never makes sense from their perspective. Our logic doesn't need to make sense, Lowry. In a role-playing game, the player characters are superhuman. Our dumb plans will never work for them, but it always shakes out for us. The term is plot armor. The story cares not for how it's driven, only that it's driven forward. So on that note, Mason, you return home to your girlfriend, now jobless. She says, welcome home, puppy. What did you bring me? Oh, uh, well, baby, you're not really going to like this, but I kind of got fired. Fired? What'd you do? Well, the whole department got fired, you know? It wasn't just me. Oh my god, they can't just do that. Well, actually, they can. I mean, they did. You know, I've been thinking, maybe this is a new chapter in our lives. We could start fresh, stop doing drugs, learn to bowl, get a job at a bowling alley. Are you crazy? I'm not going to stop doing drugs. Well, can we at least work at a bowling alley? Honey, you know I'm working hard on my podcast, and it's going to take off soon. We just have to wait. We're going to be rolling in the money soon. It's a saturated market, baby. Everyone's doing podcasts these days. Yeah, well, not everybody's doing a good one. Well, what's your podcast even about? I'm on episode 300 and you don't even remember! It's boring, baby. I lost track. How can you say that? It's about my day-to-day life, baby. You don't think my life is interesting? Oh, so it's another true crime podcast? Because it's not like there's not enough of those. I can't talk to you when you're like this. When I'm like what? When I'm unemployed? Is that all I am to you? Just a paycheck? Here, here, come, come here. Take some illegal drugs. It'll take the edge off. Fine. I guess I can start my new job search after I'm done doing illegal drugs. Finally. At least now you have some free time. Alright, what do we got? I don't know. I got a baggie of something. I found it in the back of the dresser this morning. Oh, were you doing laundry? No, stupid. Well, how do we know this isn't laundry detergent? We bought some a long time ago. Where did that go? It's not laundry detergent. I tried it already. Wait, if you don't know what it is, how did you take it? I just tried it every little way I knew. I snorted it, injected it, baked some into a cookie and ate it. I'm gonna be honest, that sounds a little dangerous, baby. Are there any cookies left? No, I only made the one. Why are you like this? You hear a knock at the door. Do I have to get that? Am I getting that? Of course I do. Paul, get the door. You answer the door and you see your new cyborg friend standing there. He says, hey, Officer Mason. He looks down at the bag in your hand. What are you holding there, man? Oh, this? I forgot I was holding this. This is baking soda for the fridge. Keeps the fridge fresh. Oh, cool. I've never seen the inside of a fridge before. I didn't know they needed powder. Yeah, well, they do. And for your information, I'm not a cop anymore. Thank you, Bart. Well, hey, man, it's John Johnson, remember? I don't care about your stupid fake name. From now on, the only thing I want to hear about you is your shoe size so I can get you the right bowling shoes. You haven't even got that job yet, baby. Well, it's all I really want to do, baby. I've said if I didn't make it as a cop, I'm going to work in a bowling alley. Well, hey, man, what if I told you you could still work as a cop, but like a private cop? I don't want to be a security guard. That job sucks. Wait, are you hiring me? Can I live in the mansion and blow up your house again? Wait, you blew up this guy's house? I'm having a job interview, baby. Let me talk to the man. I was thinking more like private eye, man. 
We'll get back on that tentacle mystery tomorrow. I mean, we did agree to meet tomorrow. I don't know. I'm still mad. You got me fired. Hey, dude, I know. I mean, once my lawyer got involved, he just kind of took over, you know? I told him it was too far, but it just got out of my hands. But I tell you what, how about I pay you triple your old salary, man? Triple salary? Is that not enough? I don't know how much you guys make. I could do quintuple salary. How about this? Let's just say an even seven figures. I'll, I'll do a million bucks a month. How's that? Uh, oh, and I'll throw in healthcare? Okay. I mean, you're really twisting my arm here, but I guess I could work for a million dollars plus healthcare. Should I wear a uniform or buy my own gun? Don't worry about that, man. I basically bought everything that was at the police station you worked at, including your personnel files, so... Basically, I'll show up with all your stuff in a duffel bag. Even the crappy beat-up police car? Yeah, we could do better, but I guess. Can you put cup holders in the back seat for Lowry? Sure, I could do that before your shift tomorrow night. Until then, think about any cool spy stuff you want. You could put in saw blades, machine guns, a jet engine. No, no, just the cup holders. All right, man, it's your car. Yes, sweet. See you tomorrow, John. Close the door. What was that all about, baby? It's about me getting enough money to buy my own bowling alley. Call up Lowry. Lowry, hello! Mason, it's late. I'm blogging about how glad I am our police department got shut down. Oh, well, then I've got terrible news for you. We have a new job, and it's our old job. Only we get paid a million dollars a month. Oh, boy. Paul, go on my message board and complain that all the irresponsible cops are being paid too much. Say they earn seven figures a month now. Other people say you're stupid and a liar. <laughs> I'm the only one who's real. Okay, Mason, I'm in. All right, I'm going to call Elvis. Elvis! Hello? Yeah, is this Elvis? Oh, God. Mason, I thought I'd never hear from you again. I've just been lying here crying since I got home. Okay, well, stop. We got our jobs back. Really? Did, did you hear that on the internet? Because that's usually fake. There's this guy on a gardening forum who says the cops are getting paid seven figures a month, but that is such crap. I'm trying to tell him off, but he just posted a cartoon man making a stupid face at me, and I'm not sure if he's stupid or if I'm stupid. It can be both, Elvis. It can be both? Yeah, it can be both. Oh, well, that's so reassuring. I just, I just like to know where I stand. Be ready to work the usual shift tomorrow. I'll come pick you up. All right. Thanks, Mason. All right, I guess hit the sack and wait for tomorrow night. You go to bed. Did anyone else want to do anything before tomorrow? Leave a really bad review for employment at the old police department. Complain it took too long to shut down and that I should have been fired a lot sooner. Mason didn't even tell me about the money. So I guess wake up my parents, tell them I got my job back, then go back to bed. Okay, to bed you go. When work rolls around the next day, you're each greeted by your own limousines. Aw, oh, sweet. Wait, Mason said he'd pick me up. Ask the driver, what's the password? Password, sir. The password for when a stranger comes to pick me up? Mason should have given you a password. I don't know, sir. Oh, okay, that's it. You check out. Hop in the limo. You're all driven to the gas station in your old jurisdiction. Waiting for you is Bart and his remote-controlled android, John Johnson. Hey, Mason, I was thinking, should we come up with a better password for Stranger Danger than I don't know? I feel like that one's really easy to guess. What password for Stranger Danger? You know, we agreed if I don't recognize someone, they should know a password so I know that they're my friend. Oh, that. You said we should have a password and ask what it would be, and I said I don't know. And I'm saying that one's too easy to guess. What should the next one be? I don't care. All right, got it. Bart's hanging out near a purple motorcycle that's identical to his old red one. He's got it parked next to your old cop car. He goes, hey dudes, I'm glad you made it. I'm really looking forward to seeing you use that wild cop psychology on that landlord today. 
I looked it up and I saw he lived in a one-story building. Then I got bored and started looking at naked pictures. I mean, we can't hang the dude from the roof like Batman, so I figured you guys would know what to do. Point to our cop car. Are we allowed to drive this now that we're not cops? Oh, no worries, dude. I got you cleared with the new name. Your trade dress is actually the colors of your old precinct, and you guys can still call yourselves cops. It's an acronym. It stands for Cool Awesome People. That spells caps. You pronounce the A like an O, like it's French. Caps. 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 Shut up, Elvis. Check it out, Larry. You got cup holders in the back. Put my hands on the cup holders. Wow. Yank the cup holders out and throw them on the ground. This isn't my old car. My old car would have never had something I wanted. Well, they're removed now, dude. Is that going to be okay? All right, I guess. Up in the car. So, all right, I guess we're going to go see Mr. John Ratberg and pay him a visit. We got some questions about Tentacle Guy. All right, sweet man. I'll be right behind you. I kind of don't want the old cop car. I want a cool motorcycle like Bart has. I don't know how to ride a motorcycle. Me either. I also want motorcycle lessons. No way, Elvis. It's going to be like that time you wanted to do a K-9 unit, and then you cried during the dog training. The dog was scary. He bit a guy. It's a police dog. He's supposed to bite people. Not that one, Mason. That one went crazy and mauled the instructor. They had to put it down. Oh, really? I thought that was part of the training. Wait, that wasn't part of the training? No, of course it wasn't. The guy got 20 stitches. So you guys arrive outside the landlord's apartment. Is there anything you want to do before you go in? Oh, check out the apartment applications. How much for a place? Well, you could have afforded this place on your old salary. I passed by three to know if that's a good deal. Well, it's affordable, but any poverty-stricken area is going to be a bad deal. A landlord knows that if you're hard on your luck, you're going to have a difficult time moving, so they take advantage. I can make it work. Guys, when we're done, I'm going to put in an application. Is that okay? Actually, hang on. Let's open with that. Elvis, apply for an apartment, then ask if you can get a special deal. Heck, I'll even go through with it. A free apartment is just as good as living with my parents, except for the loneliness. Maybe I can buy a bunch of fish. All right, get out of the car, bang on the door. All right, it's night. You guys are still working night shift. So a somewhat bleary-eyed man opens the door. He's going bald and he's got a pencil mustache. Hello? Hello, Mr. Ratberg. I work night shift. Is that okay? It's not my concern what time of day you work, sir, but the offices are closed. Put my foot in the door. No, wait, my friend needs housing. I will do anything for housing. Please, you're the last place that we've looked. No one else will see us at this hour and we have a down payment. Give me persuasion. Uh, pass by zero. He sighs and says, Very well, come inside. I go in. Sir, this is my friend Elvis. He's looking for a place to live. I see. And who are you? My name is Mason. I'm Elvis's gay friend. Wait, really? I see. And will you be staying at the residence as well? Well... We didn't discuss this ahead of time. No. Uh, no. I'm just Elvis's supportive gay friend. And I'm not gay, but I'm here to support Mason. Let it be known I am not here to support Elvis. I'm not exactly sure what we gain from all these disclosures, gentlemen. All I need to know is your financial history. Well, I'm here to support Mason in being strong and who he was born as, in case Elvis tried to keep it a secret. All right, he says. He gestures to Bart. And what is this tall, intimidating fella here for? Bart waves and he goes, I'm John Johansson, and I'm here... You're John... You're John Johnson. Right, I'm, I'm John Johnson, and I'm a journalist writing about the complicated lifestyles of... Uh, the Gay Straight Alliance and their allies or whatever. I had to go to a meeting about it once, and there was a lot about sensitivity. So being supportively open is being open to support, and every foundation requires support. You know, like a steel beam in a building. 
Some steel beams are more flexible than other steel beams, and they come in different shapes and sizes. But it takes every kind of steel beam to build a certain type of building. We here at Google understand that a diversity of different beams is essential to having a working place with a bunch of different beams in it. And because your data is our business, we have engineered understanding of who you are as a diverse individual. Therefore, we're happy to announce our initiative to use other skin colors and races and genders and whatever thing we're doing right now to extract revenue from you. Making the world a better place with responsible business initiatives and synergistic fusion integration of market forces. Thank you. Applaud. Very nice, John. Thanks, dudes. I kind of remembered it. Ratberg goes, what in the heck is going on? Oh, what? Now you know something about every one of us, and we're better established. Now we know who we are, Ratberg. But what did you say? You just said, hi, I'm John Ratberg. But what do we know about you? Do you have a favorite color? Do you like ice cream? Nothing. You're not a person, Ratberg. You're just a name. I didn't even tell you my name. Pull my gun on him. Well, then you have no personhood at all. Who even are you? I don't believe your cover story. Mine was very convincing, but you didn't respect it. So now you're going to give my friend a lease, or I'm going to blow your brains across your living room slash office. Lord, why do all my tenants apply for leases this way? These are difficult times we're living in, where if you follow the social contract, you get taken advantage of. I would like to point out to you, you know we'll pay rent, because if I don't get my money, I shoot people. Uh, give me persuasion, just so I have an angle on how this should be read by Ratberg. Pass by four. I guess your insanity does have a certain logic to it. Though most of my patrons try to hide their more illicit dealings. And for the record, two people can live together without being romantically intertwined. I don't know if you realized. I did not think of that. I've been living with my girlfriend for a long time, and it is kind of an unhealthy codependent situation. Uh, I think it just seemed natural. I had to be dating Elvis to live with him, but then I'm not going to live with him anyway. So the, the point is, he's good for the rent. Yeah, but I don't want to pay rent, though. Right. Yes, he's good for it, but he doesn't want to pay it. Do you have any special coupons, deals, or introductory prices where we get a lease and don't pay rent? Well, gentlemen, would you be willing to participate in a clinical trial? Yes. For the record, I want you to know that I'm not really supportive of Mason either. That was all part of my ruse. Look, the less I know about you people, the better this will be for me. Please don't tell me anything more about yourselves. I'm going to get your paperwork. Just give me a moment. He leaves the room. That was pretty good, guys. I don't think he believed for a second that any of us had a history in law enforcement. I wouldn't believe it. You don't believe in anything, Lowry. And I'm never disappointed. I thought you were constantly disappointed. I mean, I never drop from my baseline. I'm always a consistent, comfortable level of disappointment. This cop psychology stuff is pretty amazing, dude. I don't know how you keep all the lies straight. We got exactly what we wanted out of this guy, but didn't even dangle him over a roof. Really makes you wonder if Batman is good at his job, or if he's just using roofs as a crutch. Uh, roofs are a rookie thing. You start off dangling criminals over roofs, but then you get comfortable in the job, and you start to realize most criminals are dumb, and it's way easier to have them step out of the car and do a breathalyzer. Ratberg comes back with the papers. So, Ratberg, who set you up with this deal? Oh, uh, Google set him up with this. Wait, John, we already know that Google is behind this? Yeah, I read it in some emails that I wasn't supposed to look at. That's when I realized that with great powers comes great responsibility, man. Just like in the comic books. Ratberg kind of looks at you guys and he goes, So you are aware of this opportunity before you walk through the door? Don't listen to John. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Come on, guys. Hang on, I'm filling out the forms. Slap the pen away. No, Elvis. I need a place to live. That's not a cover. I really need a place. Just 
Come on, don't worry about it. Take the forms with you. You don't want to settle for the first place we come to, Elvis. We have to shop around. Well, I hope for my sake you find another place. I don't know what's going on here, but that deal is 100% legal. You can read it in its entirety, but you should note the clause that says that by laying eyes on the document, you agree to a terms of service, which binds you to a non-disclosure agreement. Oh, well, I just signed it without reading it, so... That puts you even more on the hook. That's more binding. Dang, they think of everything these days. Come on, Elvis. We'll do some comparison shopping and come back. Usher everybody outside, then grab Bart. It's Google? It's the company you're in charge of? Yeah, man. I thought I mentioned. I was hanging out a while ago, and my dad left his computer open, so, you know, naturally, I just kind of checked to see what sort of dirty picture he'd have on his browser. But he had his emails open. And he was talking about some kind of experimental nanomachine technology being tested out in these parts, and they're saying it was, like, killing people and stuff. So you know who's responsible? Uh, no, I mean, I I didn't get a chance to read all of it. I just saw the area name, so I came and I scouted the place out, and then I figured out John Ratberg was involved, and that's as far as I got, man. Bart, can you just ask the company to stop the project? No way, man. Then I'd have to go to the board meeting and argue with my dad. And they always vote in favor of my dad. It's all politics, man. I really thought you guys would have wiretaps and access to all my dad's emails and stuff by now. First of all, that is expensive. We we could never afford that. And second of all, that sounds like a ton of work and it's not even in our jurisdiction. Yeah, I guess that, and if there were any criminal stuff, everyone in charge just gets a pardon from the president. Heck, I got one after you guys arrested me, just in case. Man, really? We didn't even have any evidence yet. Yeah, my lawyer said something about that, but he's all about results, you know. He's a good lawyer. I'll give you his number in case one of you guys get arrested later. Why would we get arrested, Bart? We are pursuing a crime here, right? Uh, that's the thing, dude. I gotta say, it's probably all legally on the up and up, like technically on paper. So long story short, Bart's arm transforms into some kind of laser cannon. I was just going to blow everything up when I found out where they were doing the experiments. Is that cool with you guys? I mean, yes, that is super cool. Can I get one of those? It's also very illegal. That's why my lawyer will help you out. Well, I guess we're being paid enough. Are we? Yeah, trust me. Elvis, you see any information on where to go for these experiments? I passed by two to find that information on the paperwork. It's there on the sheet. Yeah, there's an address for the clinic that you'll go to. All right, then. That's where we're headed. Next stop, Explosion City, man! I gotta use the restroom real quick. Alright, everybody get some water, take a second. 